Hey there, literary fans, and welcome to episode 41 of Jeff Reads His Book. I am your host, Jeff, and today we are reading chapter 19 of Offworlder, a book I wrote in a month. Now, if you want to contact me and tell me how bad this is, you can head on over to jeffreadshisbook.com, and we got a few places you can get in touch with me there, email, Twitter, some other stuff if you're a real dork. And while you're there, why don't you buy a copy And today is a very special episode, because I indeed have two guests, one of which bought a copy of the book. (laughs) That means there are at least three copies of this print book in the world right now, which is very exciting to me. I happen to own two, but uh, my friend Glenn here, who is back from, I believe, episode 23. Somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. He is back, and he purchased a copy of Offworlder, I think, just for this episode. Biggest mistake (laughs) of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So if you can't tell, we have a a second guest, three of us here. I was going to say a third guest. I guess I'm not a guest. Uh, I have my friend Justin here. He is going to chime in on this quality book today. Say hello, Justin. Hello, everyone. All right. Huge fan. Happy to be here. (laughs) I believe that might be a lie. I don't think I've seen you on the uh, logs for downloading a copy of this. <laughs> you sent me a copy. What can I say? <laughs> I did. Justin does have one of the ebook versions of this, which I have expressed my hatred for in many on many occasions. I can't stand reading the stupid ebooks, but I feel I properly know. shamed here as well. So, so I'll work to rectify this before the next episode. How about that? So we're doing this away from the uh, usual studio at my house. We're uh, today we're in Justin's basement recording this, if he doesn't mind my saying. Very exciting. So this is the away version, but one of the notable things is every existing print copy of this book is currently in this room, yes. I believe. Yes. <laughs> it would be a terrible waste to all culture and society if something were to happen today with these two books. I was thinking about having, you know, this is like the offset where like a DJ goes to like a grocery store. And does their whole spiel there? That's right. That's this right. It's like the on-location yeah. version I like of that. Jeff Reed's book. Yeah, yeah. Mobile Jeff Reed's book. Yep, <laughs> yep. I uh, I got magnets for my doors on my car, and I'm currently writing that off as a tax write-off, <laughs> as an expense for this podcast. So it's this microphone, and then tens of thousands of dollars for a sedan. <laughs> so you guys got to buy a lot of books. <laughs> Because I am losing money left and right. You just, you just keep laying it on me here. It's like, God, I'll buy the book. I mean, seriously. If you bought the book, I would be $2 closer to owning this microphone outright. And yeah. Amazon would be $8 richer. Amazon would get most of the money, yes. <laughs> I got a laptop here in Amazon. I can yeah. make this happen. Well, now, now you haven't read it yet. Let's not jump right into this. <laughs> <laughs> you might say, I definitely don't want this book, which I think most people would if they read a little bit of it. So that's my opinion. And I believe Glenn's opinion. <laughs> no, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Well, all right. Glenn has been listening to the podcast so far. I have, yes. All right. What are your opinions on this book? Well, <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> I hate to say it, but... Um, it is slow. Mm. Um, Extremely. It uh, has no plot, which I think you've touched on 
in oh, yeah. a couple of yeah, episodes. Yeah, the plot is way missing. It's just um, I do have some suggestions. So, like, it's there. There's 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 ways to save this, okay? <laughs> I was thinking hard about this. You mean, what, like, second edition? Second edition, what could you do? <laughs> okay. So, so here here is my idea, and take it or leave it, right? All right. Every third episode is one of these random wizards that you've named but done nothing with. Oh, yeah. Has going of off to the west to one of these mysterious locations and getting brutally murdered. <laughs> and just not coming right? back. And just not coming back. Okay. Right? Then you have the love story. You have this build up to this grand event of him leaving and going right, let's to not, wherever. Let's not get carried away. Grand it's, it's great. Oh, I have high expectations for the last Oof. five chapters of well. this book. You and everyone else are going to be very disappointed, <laughs> <laughs> right? But that, I, if you if you just added about ten chapters of okay. random people getting murdered, or whatever happens at these, hopefully it's not like you know they all fell asleep or something. So, Justin, this is no a spoilers. theme in this book: is that I do name people as if they're going to be characters in the story, mm-hmm. and they maybe appear once. I mean. Never again, and I'll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's bad. So I, I mean, what I gave like a last name for a guy in a bookstore, and he hasn't shown up again. <laughs> do, do they all mysteriously disappear to the west, or like the bookstore? None of them owner? have disappeared. They're just out of the story. Oh, they they're got, just they weren't even written out. They just don't ever reappear. Right. I think this really is just a launching point for future books. All ten of those or thirty of the yes. people will then have their own narrative. We have like spin-offs. Spin-offs. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the extended world edition of, yeah. of, of yeah, Jeffrey's right. book. I believe, what is this? The uh, If you look on Amazon, it's the Sandhill Mages, I think is the series. A series. A series. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two books. Well, there's, actually, there's actually three. Just can't get the third one yet. Uh, Not yet. That'll be next season on Jeffrey's book. (laughs) So all I want to know is, will there be a box set? Because I have it as a catching up to do. I have brought that up, and I so badly want that to happen. (laughs) But I feel like I'd have to make the box. I don't think Amazon (laughs) is going to, like, put them in a box. (sighs) You're going to hand-draw the artwork on the outside. (laughs) It's all done in crayon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're in my basement. I could get you some boxes. I mean, you right. could take these with you, color on them. You know, this, this I mean, happen. I think that's the goal. But I mean, so there's three books, but there's a lot of distance between this one and the other book. The the f- bringing balance. The first so, book we read. So if you made a box set, would this go after bringing balance? No, definitely before? go before. Okay, it's a prequel. Well, in book time, it's. Happens before, right? I would think but it was, you would go. It's the second published book. It's a good point. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, you know, I, I just like to think as a professional author, you know, the equivalent. Like, what, what does Stephen King do with his box? Like, sometimes his go out of order. Do they go in book story time, or do they? I just assume I'm at that level of stature at this point. You know, with a trilogy. Well, you know, you should what, ask him the next time call, you have you your call own That's authors. True. Club. That's true. When we get together, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say, just text him right now. Well, oh, uh, yeah, my bad, my bad. <laughs> hmm. So we're in November, right? And this is National Novel Writing Month. Glenn, not doing it this year, right? No, I am not. Okay. I am hosting Thanksgiving this year. And no, uh, I'm not following. that basically means there's like a week and a half of <laughs> All right. no re- writing time. So 
Maybe next year. Maybe I'll, next I'll year. Certainly consider it. I thought about. I brought it up to Laura. I think what around the tenth of November. Like I could start now. Which I think she threatened divorce with that statement. Because <laughs> I think I would have been at like 25, 2600 words a day I would have to write to keep up. So there's a threshold. 50,000 words. That, that's what you have to hit? 50,000 yeah. words to win. Yeah. To win. And what, what do you win? A certificate. A certificate. Yeah. And there's like, um, you can get, uh, there's like bonus. Okay, so like, I got five free copies of Bring Balance just by publishing it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't have paid for those. They're terrible. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, but was it? But there was this another November one. Off it was. It was. Oh yeah. These Did you get all... five copies of that as well? No. That got so the company CreateSpace got purchased by Amazon, who are shitbags, and so they took away that little perk. Yeah. So then I had to buy these copies, and I I only had to spend six dollars for two copies because I don't have to pay the royalties. I guess. Ah. Uh, I don't. I don't know how that works. So what you're I don't get is... the royalties either when you bought your copy. <laughs> <laughs> it has something to do with like Amazon gets four or five dollars, then they have to pay three dollars to print it, and then I get like two dollars and thirty cents or something like it, that. It's good to feel it's good to know that, that uh, uh Jeff Bezos is just, just rolling around in the oh, in the seven yeah, dollars money. The, the, the oh yeah, pure, yeah. The pure yeah. money that, you know, you know, the, yeah. Keep writing, Jeff. <laughs> Keep writing. Yes. <laughs> It's got, it's got creepy real fast. <laughs> Rubbing it all over his bald head. <laughs> I Would think you, he brings it to like conventions. It's like, why aren't you writing this good quality literature? <laughs> Pointing you, it at John Grisham and all his ghostwriters. <laughs> There's a drone out your window watching you type. <laughs> what you don't know is while we're while we're talking, a fourth book sold, and it's Jeff. He's just up there because he's gonna oh, rub yeah. it on his head. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So have you written anything, Justin? Like since let's say after school, so non uh, non forced creative writing. Non forced creative writing. I don't think so. The last thing I wrote of any duration was was my thesis, which is which is over there. Oh it's baby, there on the, in the corner. Okay. A, it's not nearly as exciting as this, I guarantee uh, you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You haven't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I pointed out last episode that we're about. It's it's almost a tie for chapters that contain magic, since it's a fantasy novel, right. and chapters that contain staff meetings. Oh, right. <laughs> that, is a, that is an awesome yeah, bar right yeah. there. I think everybody really enjoys driving home from work, listening to a chapter about them going to a meeting. Going to a meeting. <laughs> I, no, I think it's a good thing. You're you're relatable then. I think so. Right? I mean, like, oh, yeah. oh, the, the yeah. crushing boredom. You don't know why you're there. Actually, I see the theme of this book. Crushing boredom. You, what you've described. So. I should, uh, I'll have second edition. It'll be right on the back cover. <laughs> Experience <laughs> the crushing boredom well, of <laughs> workplace romance. Well, also, so, so uh, having not read this yeah. series, and okay. again, I'm definitely missing out, I Again, I feel thoroughly guilted at this point. Uh, but the back cover is very intriguing. Is it? Right, it is. You're starting a career in ma- as a mage. I mean, I think why, it's, why would that be intriguing, right? I think it overpromises. A warrior mage. <laughs> a warrior mage yeah. on top of that. It does mm-hmm. very little fighting, too. This is like... This, this happened like, maybe once. <laughs> I don't know. Well, twice, this, twice, or two chapters. Well, mm-hmm. It's like being a rocket scientist. It sounds very exciting, right? A lot of... Oh, uh, yeah. Like... I know what you're getting at. Yeah, right? And then... <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. eh, maybe in practice, not so much. How's <laughs> <laughs> that career worked out for everyone? Oh, yeah, wait, no yeah. one. Yeah. We all worked together uh, at one point, if you couldn't tell, uh, listeners. But uh, <laughs> we all quit the same 
career. Yeah. Within about a eh, year, year and a half. Yeah. Net. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Glenn, not so much. Uh... I was the holdout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good old days. <clears throat> so what 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 would you read in general, Justin? If you were reading just a a fun fiction book. Uh, yeah. So um, I I actually do like fantasy novels, science fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wheel of Time, right? I mean, I like a good thing that takes thirteen books to finish or, oh. or whatever whatever that went right. Uh, that's a good one there. I might um, get there with this series. I'm I might have with... finished Wheel of Time if they were as thin as this book. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I stopped at hey, 10. That is the technical definition of a novel right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Stormlike Art Guys, Mistborn, those are kind of... I'm reading Harry Potter to my daughter at the moment, right? Oh, so, very so nice. we're working our way through that. All but, right, so, all right. All good stuff. I like to think of this as Harry Potter-esque, I... except... Glenn, what do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's more magic in the first two chapters of Harry Potter before he even shows up at any Wizarding World than yeah. there is in this entire book. Yeah. That's probably so, about right. Can I, can I ask the author a question? Oh, please do. Like, when you set out to write a novel in a magical world... Oh, sure, right? yeah. yeah. Um, what made you choose to not put magic in it? Don't remember. <laughs> okay, one thing you have to know about these is um, so when you write a novel, usually you make you know you get your outline. Maybe you make a chart of your characters. A lot of the time, you write like like uh, points of the story. On like you know, they use like cards, and you can rearrange them so you can rearrange the story. Okay, my prep work was to make sure the computer had batteries so that I could type the next day. I did literally nothing else. So I, in fact. On occasion, I get names wrong, I think, in these. I don't think... Maybe not in this book. Maybe. I don't know. I think in the first book, in Bring Balance, I didn't even know one of my characters was in at least half the chapters. You did get one name wrong. Well, you, you misplaced it. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. That's chapter. just... Somebody said something that made no sense. And I'm like, oh, it was the other person. <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited to be here. Okay, good, good, good. Well, all right, with that, why don't we start in... Oh, we have feedback. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump ahead from our discussion questions from last chapter. Okay, so this is from chapter 18. Um, Justin, let me think. How can I summarize chapter 18? Um, they went to breakfast and then went to a meeting. Yeah. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) They had dinner at the end, didn't they? Oh, there might have been two meals in that chapter. Mm -hmm. A lot of meals. These podcasts... I'm usually hungry when I do this podcast, so there's a lot of questions about food in these. Because I haven't eaten lunch yet, and I'm waiting for Laura to get home, and I'm the lovely Laura, always helping cats, but really delaying my Sunday lunch till (laughs) 2.30. It's killing me. So... Yeah, they had, you know, they it, it, nothing else happened. I don't know what to say. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, let me see here. So that was chapter 18. So in chapter 18, Henry was doing a drill with a boulder, involving a boulder. All right, so question one was, what, quote, drill involved a boulder? I could probably look that up for you here, Justin. Let's see here. Uh, uh, oof. Uh, it's on page 144, very top of that page. Yeah, eventually she saw him doing some sort of drill with a large boulder. 
So, Glenn, <laughs> what do you think he was doing? All right, so, <laughs> the only other time there's been boulder magic around, it was chucking boulders. That's true. Right? Yeah. But she just says boulder singular, so it's not like he had 20 boulders in a row it's and just he was the one. throwing them, right? Yeah. And I imagine if you can pick up a boulder with magic, you probably don't need to do it repeatedly. So well, we t- I mentioned this. Is this like I, a way to exercise your magic? Do you get to get buff? Like you know, like it's bench pressing, but for magic. I don't think so. I can't, <laughs> because no, no one's doing magic. You would think these people would be doing magic all day long if that's how it worked, right? Fair enough. And, and he's not doing it all. He seems to all be right. the strongest, but he's not practicing most of the time. So my theory is, which is absolutely wrong because it's too creative. Is, is he's literally drilling holes in the boulder. Like, oh, he's I like, like that. Focusing his magic, and he can make a big hole, and he can make a little hole, okay. right? And he's, it's more around control of the magic. Like, how do I refine it to make the tiniest hole that That's I can? That's good. Listen to you. Mm-hmm. Coming up with, like, a, a suitable explanation for that <laughs> vagueness in the book. A lot of yes. hand-waving, as I like to that say. That would have been at least another, like, 500 words you could have put into that story. I don't have time for that. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta advance this non-plot as fast as possible. <laughs> see, see, I had interpreted that as he was actually using the boulder as a drill. Like, when you said this right now, that's what ran through my head. Oh, drill. Oh, so he's, like, making a hole in well, the He's like making a hole. He's like oh, a big like auger with that was a boulder okay. that you were doing. Which is very determined. I like it's that. Very effective. I kind of thought maybe she was Margot, not having experience with this, misinterpreted it as a drill, and he was like doing work, like making gravel out of large rocks so they could like pave walkways and stuff. <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking. Well, maybe that's a good explanation. Let's see. The lovely Laura did write into the show. Uh, okay. All right, so she says, I don't think Henry was working when he was playing with the boulder. He was totally training for the world's strongest man competition. You know, he was pulling it from behind with a thick rope, maybe trying to push it toward the finish line, that kind of thing. Not fair, because we've all pointed, I've pointed out at least, that Henry, not a buff dude. I think he's kind of a loser. In a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, he's, he's a little squishy. Yeah, but he's Henry's got this, like... That's why he's going to go back to the real world, or the world of science. Oh, and be like, yeah. He's going to use his magic and be like, oh, look at this. There's no, um, there's a world of science and you pass into the world of magic. Great names for them. Just world of magic, world of science. (laughs) Yeah. And I believe there was a typo on the bring balance where it was world of... Magic world? Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) So bad. All right, all right. Those are both. I like those answers. Can I just add to? Can I add? A, oh, please. I, it doesn't say that he's very good at pulling. You know, doing the strongman competition. I mean, he's just doing a drill. He could be like that's trying true. to heave on the boulder and just going nowhere. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, very futilely. I like that. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, this is just a regular work day. He doesn't expect to have to. You know. Look macho for his lady friend coming over. He could have been like just jogging in place on top of the boulder. I like that. Right? Like Ooh. the drill had nothing to do with the boulder. It was just like maybe if he could levitate a quote with the boulder. Okay. Yeah. Right? He's like leaning on it and stretching his, like that. his <laughs> yeah. legs. Doing some quad stretches. Right, Got yeah. one leg up in the air. <laughs> Margo again is like, what's he doing? Wow, look at this drill with a boulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. The second question was, what's on Margot's desk? So she went back to her desk. Pizza. Pizza. All right, that's new. And pizza has not been... Ep- or, that hasn't been mentioned in this podcast. 
Or like in the books. They've never had pizza. They've never had pizza, yes. That's actually the... Well, you know what? You called it. Because she was going back... Because she was on her lunch break. And she went to see Henry. And then she went back to her desk. Maybe she did have pizza there. And you know what? Uh, so, this is the world of magic. So, there's not like a... I don't know how the pizza ovens work, but... That's definitely something you could get you, by you with open flames. You know in medieval flames. times they have ovens, right? They do, but... You know, they don't have that like knob where you just set four fifty, right? Yeah. Any good pizza place doesn't use knobs. Thank you very so, much. So, so that's what I'm saying. That, that's why it's feasible that pizza could exist. Mm-hmm. And had I thought about it, it would have in this book, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Pizza's a good answer, though. So I was trying to come up with like she's a she's an illusionist. Yep. So, like, what would an illusionist have on their desk? And the answer would be a whole bunch of invisible things. <laughs> so you go, it's and it, an it's a completely desk. empty desk. <laughs> but there's, like, pencils and pens and a crystal globe and whatever random magic like shit that. that could be on there is on there. You just can't see it. I think that means there's magic in that chapter. You just answered that, yeah. So I could tap another chapter on with <laughs> Is that over 50% now? Is that like tip the balance? Oh, no. No. <laughs> we went for a stretch of like five weeks there where there was no magic. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. So Laura says uh, Margot has a pencil sharpener in the shape of a shoe. And then she says, ha ha. Apparently she wrote this while listening. Because then she goes on to say, ha ha, you said pencil holder. Margot's into shoes, which I had a discussion about if that's sexist that I wrote a girl character who likes shoes. Yes. That is sexist. (laughs) Considering she's the only female... Well, I guess not. Because you do have another female who likes alcohol. So, that's pretty much... You've kind of... When you put it together, it's kind of like, alright, you've balanced it out Her hobby is functional alcoholism. Yes. Margo's is shoes. (laughs) I didn't know that could be a hobby. That's uh, pretty rad, man. Give it a shot. (laughs) Maybe I just learned the name of that, but I have been practicing. We don't, we don't really know. <laughs> yes. So she says, oh, 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 and then part two is what do you have on your desk? Did you have anything to, uh, exciting things I have, to add? I um, have a rock that my daughter painted. I have pictures of my kids. Okay. The, the standard stuff. Yeah. You know, pictures stuff. Yeah. that are from when they were two. And I haven't changed them out. <laughs> almost in double digits now. And... Uh, uh, various papers and coffee stains. Okay. All right. You guys are at my desk right now. I see you that. You can see exactly see what's that. on my desk. I have literally garbage piled everywhere. Yeah, uh, you got a picture. I you got, got a picture. Yeah. A, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, like, we could describe it, but it makes no sense whatsoever. There's a soldering iron, a computer, and a random small plane. So. Justin's basement always strikes me as somewhere I want to hang out for a couple hours. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. I got whiskey in the night's young, so. Yeah, I, I think I went through mine. What does Laura say? She Oh, that's why I stopped you there. One of the things on my desk is a small SpongeBob SquarePants toy from my cereal box. I don't know what she's talking about there. <laughs> uh, also, my computer monitor is outlined in those stickers from Clementine Oranges that have a letter of the alphabet and an object starting with that letter. So, for example, O for octopus. So there were like, uh, if you buy cuties, I think, or maybe halos too have them. They mm-hmm. All the stickers on the oranges <clears throat> will have like a letter of the alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. And she keeps them. She gets excited about them. and puts them all over her monitor. I don't, Laura, I don't. 
I don't know what her screen must look like. <laughs> uh, I, the thing is, like, one day she, you're going to go over there, and, and it'll spelt out something very interesting, like... Good call. Like, Jeff, stay away from my stuff. Yeah. Or, well, know, is it a computer at work? Because then you could be, like, you know, really cryptic accounting messages or oh, something along those is. lines, right? Yeah. yeah. Where's my red line swing... Or my red swing... Whatever the... Uh, swing line. Swing line. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Sorry, I slaughtered that. <laughs> I used to, um, just to annoy her, I would try to talk dirty using accounting terms. Just whisper, like, net income and, like, no, 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 not just, <laughs> just on the couch. But get away from me. <laughs> Lars and accountant people, just to, just to let you know. <laughs> that gap in net income. Oh, that, yeah. That could definitely yeah. balance my books. Debentures. Just weird really quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Try using, everybody at home, try using technical terms from your career. That's dirty talk. <laughs> <laughs> and right into the show. Right into the show, oh, yeah. Yeah. Your, your best dirty work lines. I can just picture the lovely Lara walking at work right now, listening to this furious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the third question. What are your opinions on hash? The, the breakfast food here, Justin. So I should point out I am a proponent of of Hormel's canned corned beef hash. I think it's amazing. You had me up until canned. I've never had that. I, but if, oh, it's if, pretty epic. It's can, amazing. Yes. Really? Oh, yes. Like, so like, like, so when, I was like, a, when I was a kid, we, for whatever reason, because we were dumb and kids, uh, we decided we would stockpile food, me and my friends, you know, for, for the apocalypse, <laughs> just in case. How'd that work out for me? And our entire stockpile was jugs of water, and cans of corned beef hash. Awesome. And we had a, like, 10-pound can, and we kept it for about a month, and then we just cracked that baby open and ate all of it. It was awesome. So like, this was, like, four years ago? <laughs> <laughs> just for reference, that wasn't me. I was not stockpiling corned beef hash. <laughs> I haven't known Glenn that long, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know he was a... Uh, Apocalypse uh, guy, yeah. Sixteen-year-old <laughs> <laughs> me had ideas. So far. Although your current basement, we work it pretty well for that. It's kind of you know low ceiling, yes, but it feels I, a little I, bit like oh, a bunker. Yeah. Right? Yes, it's kind of the basement from like Evil Dead Two. You could definitely defend against zombies down there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. But I do love corned beef hash, actually. Do you? So it, it uh, if I bet yours truly or Corky and Lenny's, definitely Corky and Lenny's. Corky and Lenny's, huh? Jewish right. Deli over on East Side. Yeah, Lenny's, yeah. So, um, All right, I'm gonna have to try that. It's definitely fantastic. Okay. I've never stockpiled or had canned corned beef hash. I've had spam. Oh, is, spam know. is so good. Another Hormel product. They're the best. So, so, so <laughs> I, I just need a clarifying question. What is the difference between hash and a skillet? I think you well, a skillet's a pan. Well, I mean, <laughs> from, one but, is metal. <laughs> you can't eat. All right, <laughs> metal. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. No, you, you go to a restaurant. You go to like a pancake house, mm-hmm. okay? And they have skillets, Denny's. which is basically hash browns okay. with eggs and sausage. So, does that qualify as a hash, or is that something different? So, well, Laura even points out she likes pot roast hash at Bobby's here, Bobby Bob Evans. Yes, which I, she points out, oh, I said that too. So apparently she's writing these as she listens to the podcast. <laughs> comment but, on the accounting speak from earlier. I just oh, boy. Yeah, how many You're going to pay that? for that later. 
So I, I definitely like corned beef hash. I definitely like hash browns and all things with hash browns in them. I think if it's in a skillet and it's got to be like finely chopped. Oh, screensaver. Sorry, guys. Come on. Keep recording. All right. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, any of like those finely chopped like meat. Maybe some potatoes, vegetables yeah. mixed in. I think, I think it not has necessarily to have, has to have potatoes in it, though, right? I mean, it, yeah, yeah we definitely like it. would have to have potatoes. I kind of feel it. like it should. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be corned beef hash dictates that it doesn't have to be the main ingredient. Right, it's just got to have potato in it. Yes, and it's a hash. Yes, I agree. But about uh, so shocker, um, <laughs> we occasionally go out for breakfast meetings. At work, and they're always at Bob Evans. Oh, so we're a big Bob Evans, Bob Evans group as well. And they have like their everything skillet, which basically yeah. has like oh, I've had that. That's it good. has like <laughs> hash browns and cheese and scrambled eggs, and then their wonderful biscuits. Oh, they're the best on top of it. Mm. Well, it's awesome. And if that counts as a hash, then I am all in, man. All right, yeah, yeah. I think that counts. I think it counts. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a creative hash, but it's definitely it works. Yeah, yeah. You're good. <laughs> No can, but I mean it's good. Evan, anybody who doesn't have Bob Evans. If I can't eat it with my fingers. It's, Bob it's not you know the best hash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good discussion questions. So today we are going to take turns reading chapter 19. It's coming in at about six pages, maybe closer to five and a half. Alright. I don't know how you guys like road trip stories. This one's got a road trip oh, in it. Oh boy, like the road. Wow. <laughs> in fact, it's probably going to be excruciating to read. <laughs> so, there is, I do point out, some magic. Some magic, not exciting magic, but some, some. And a staff meeting of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's really the signature aspect of this book, don't you think? The staff meeting. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure out, like, what real world or quote unquote world of science corporation this whole group is like is it like the peace corps i mean yeah i think it'd be like a some sort of charity for profit or is it a non-for-profit because i feel like roland wouldn't get behind like a a non-for-profit it might be like one of those shady charities where they like embezzle the money (laughs) we raised six million dollars and then yeah they only give a thousand dollars to someone you know (laughs) Like most of them, <laughs> United Way. United oh, Way. <laughs> Are we burning bridges again? Is this the time for us? To Always call do. Out people? Always do. Right. That's what. <laughs> Your donation count's going to go down. Sorry, that was all me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think it's for profit. It doesn't seem like it should be. Is there money? Definitely. In this? Tax Is there money exempt. in the world of yes. magic? Like, what's the currency? Okay, I should take that back. I think there's money in the world of magic. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's mentioned in the book. <laughs> I think it is, because I think they've been told not to pay for things. That's true, yes. Yeah. So, they got a free lunch once. Yeah. Okay. Because so, they were so... They were so helpful. All right. I think they got rid of mold. Wasn't that that chapter? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the magical chapters was... Mold. The elimination of aggressive mold. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're missing out on this book. I, I need to buy a copy. I, know you I hope can't... this chapter is as exciting as the mold chapter. Well, let's find out <laughs> as we dive in to chapter 19. So for today's episode, we're all drinking a little bit of Wild Turkey's Long Branch Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And it is delicious. What do you guys think of this one? It's amazing. I enjoy it very much. Yeah. 
very smooth. Um, Thank you, Matthew McConaughey. Yes, it is endorsed by Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Justin, I don't think you've seen the bottle. His no, signature no, is not. on the front. In the presence of greatness here. <laughs> I had no idea. Yes. I think... That might be half of why the lovely Laura bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's a good one. I, they finish it in charcoal to make it a little smoother because wild turkey can be oof, a little rough sometimes. But especially that 101, you can tell those episodes when I got that one because, I don't know, my pronunciation starts to fail pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> Henry awoke an hour and a half before sunrise to prepare to leave. That's the kind of exactness that I have in this book, Justin. (laughs) He and Margot had packed his bag together the night before, so there was little to do other than freshen up and get dressed. So he didn't shower, he just freshened up? I don't know. I think we've discussed if they have a shower in the bathroom. Do they have a magic shower? Is there a magic shower? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they go to a commissary. Do they? Is there like a shower house? I always pictured that was just young people going out to eat. Everything every about this is a, a fucking dormitory. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to imagine they don't have. They probably don't even have bathrooms. Ugh. These magic all like shit a public, There's just a public bathroom. <laughs> no, no. He's saying like they have to go to a central bath. <laughs> yeah, bathroom. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I mean. Are there wands when they do magic? Or no. like they there hasn't been things? a wand. There was a staff. Do they? Do they think? I mean, yeah. Well, I think they talk a little bit. There's some finger movement that's been mentioned, like ooh, you know, concocting a spell and then okay, yes. okay. <laughs> shoot fireballs and that kind of crap. Yeah. Well, the, the idea of no shower that they magic away like that—that's amusing to me. I think in the previous. In Bringing Balance, a previous book is misleading. Previously published book, uh, Margot fixes her hair by snapping her fingers. Okay. <laughs> magic. Magic. Got it. Everything is doable. Well, so the point of the world of magic is while it does seem like it's medieval times, it's supposed to be like implied that they're not going without. Like everything in the world of science is available, sort of, except magical. Okay. It's just not... Explained. What do they call that? Like the the post equivalent, the, you know, like what they call Star Trek. It's like a a post post scarcity yeah. environment. Yeah, yeah, right? oh, I see. What you're saying. Like yeah. there's there's no want at all. Yeah, they still have farmers and crap. I don't know. I don't. I don't think this is. I don't think that's what's going on here. This is not a <laughs> utopia. <laughs> you, say, you still yeah. It's a topic for book four. Okay. <laughs> Wow, one paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Margot had left shortly after midnight, and Henry had suffered from the lack of sleep. He wasn't worried, though, because the trip west would take almost all day, even at the rapid pace he guessed they would be traveling. Oof. He could try his best to sleep on the carts or carriages on which they'd be seated. So they're on top of the carriages... I'm not sure what I'm. I'm not sure what I'm picturing. I mean, on or in here is you know. It's... I think it's. Let's assume there's no roof. Okay. It's like a flatbed truck. You're sitting in the back. So we're in Cleveland in the winter, and if you went to bed shortly after midnight and woke up just before dawn, means you got like eight and a half hours of sleep. Yeah, it is fall in this book. I think. I think that was mentioned. Maybe. Maybe so not. Suck, I don't know. It might suck not it up, fall. Henry. <laughs> <laughs> He's a softy. He lifted his bag onto his shoulder, opened the front door, and said goodbye to his small, comfortable home. Drinking break. (laughs) Mm. So that's the 
action-packed prose you can expect to be reading, Justin. I, I'm, I'm excited. This next section is me, right? Yeah, yeah. Go All for right. it. All right. Pauline stood at the front door ready to leave while Janie went and knocked on Margot's door. Margot? She called out softly. I guess I should say it softer. She repeated the process, getting progressively louder until she just opened the door. Margot's room was empty. Janie's look of confusion turned into a mischievous grin as she realized that Margot must have spent the night in Henry's. <gasps> oh, snap. <laughs> Turning to Pauline, she said, She's not home. Pauline laughed. I see. Wait. She'll be at breakfast. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, wait, wait. Janie was knocking on the door. Okay, no, no, that's fine. So I was like, turning... don't, don't par- Pauline, Janie, and Margot live together? They do. So why is one knocking on the door of their own home? No, I think it's a bedroom door. Oh, okay. It's not dormitory style like that. Oh, yes, beds. yes. So, although that's not, I mean. But, but why, but she's, <laughs> she's not, not home. explained. It's a, she's yeah. not home. Like, <gasps> what could have happened? Uh, yeah. Oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Pauline left. I see. She doesn't seem that impressed, really. She'll be at breakfast, I assume. When the pair arrived at the commissary, Janie expected to find Margot dining alone as usual. Instead, she saw no sign of her. She twisted her face in confusion and chose a table, Pauline following her. Should we stop at Henry's house? Janie asked. Let her sleep or whatever, Pauline said. The girl's probably a mess right now. She'll need a few hours alone. Yeah, all right, Janie agreed. Wow. Drinking break. Drinking break. See, that's a lot of quick ones there. It's nice. Mm. We've saddled Glenn with the longest session. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> mm. This is... I was going to say something about this first. This isn't a bad start to a chapter. I mean, okay. Wow. Wow. There, <laughs> I should rephrase that. It's not your worst start of a chapter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I, I, I have so many questions, but I'll wait to see what happens. Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing. I can answer that already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Henry managed an uneasy sleep for the first four hours of his carriage ride. He sat on a bench with his back to the side of the carriage facing some other warrior mages who were now sleeping as he awoke. Nobody sat directly next to him, probably trying to keep their distance from the now black-balled mage. <gasps> he wondered how long this nonsense would last. Like, physical proximity is just too much. These They don't want to look like they're Normally, I would say we would all agree that Henry and Margot act like children, but now it's the entire world acts like children. Because, you know... They're on a job, and they wouldn't. Sit Apparently, next that's to... how the author sees this sees the world in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so you see what I mean? Like a, it's like a flatbed truck. Like they're kind of on yeah. either side. Yeah, like there's a yeah. piece of straw like a, like from a, his mouth. He's more got like his hat a, over his eyes, like a troop uh, truck from the army. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Except with horses. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he black bald because he? I mean, that means he's. He, he defied orders on a couple occasions. Ah, uh, okay. He's, Nothing. He's, he's on the he's on the naughty list. Is, yeah, at work. Yeah, at work. Yeah, okay. yeah. Not like and, in life. And he's not an elitist dickhead like the rest of the warrior mages. Yeah. So they all are like a very clicky group. Yeah. And a lot of alpha like, males. And yeah. Females, uh, I guess. Got it. Yeah. So I don't discriminate. There's some. 
girl warriors. They all got tassels mm-hmm. on their shoes and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's an off-worlder. Oh, that's the title of the book. Oh, I see you there. <laughs> all right. Here we go. All right. He leaned over and between his legs to try to pull an apple from his sack. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what wrong with that sentence? <laughs> I'm not sure if you meant that, but if you did, you have a lot more credibility as an author than what you did when we started. Uh, uh. Wow. <laughs> wow. <All right. laughs> well, uh, let's not uh, say that sentence ever again. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he struggled with the knot securing the. T- <laughs> uh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. He struggled with the knot securing the top of the bag, cursing it as he picked at it with his fingernails. Sorry, I tied that pretty tight. A woman's voice said next to him. His head flew back up to find Margot sitting next to him, offering him an apple. Oh my gosh! It was illusion. Ba ba ba. What? <laughs> Margo! Henry exclaimed. He looked around the rest of the carriage to see if he was dreaming, then back at the black-haired woman holding the fruit out to him. Am I asleep? Really? Dude. Nope, Margo said. I thought I'd come along to help you out. You're not so familiar with this world. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, he stammered. Oh, screensaver. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't, he stammered. She gave up with the apple and began eating it herself. Henry collected his thoughts and asked, How are you here? Magic. Magic. See, I told you there'd be magic in this chapter. Oh my gosh. Wow. As though he couldn't have figured that out. Yeah, I think he's kind of... Uh, calmly, she, dim. she replied, Don't you forget that I specialize in illusion and stealth? This is easy, especially since you're all sleeping. She ate another bite of her apple. But... You'll get in trouble, Henry suggested. <laughs> Margot shrugged and continued eating. Wow, she's such a How rebel. How childish is this? <laughs> You'll get in trouble. <laughs> Whatever they're oh. paying these people randomly, I guess she might get fired. Has she? Have we ever heard of any other like functional thing she's done for this commune of wizards other than she's going f- with Henry on the cat thing? She filed paperwork. That was one chapter. They had to, Justin, there was a chapter where they had employment forms. Good times. Yeah. And a magic copy machine. It's good times. <laughs> that's the kind of magic that's I, in this I'm book. I'm just wondering, like, what are the standard jobs for an illusionist in this commune? Like, is, it, is, it, is commune... Doing people's mean? makeup so that they look pretty? I think commune's fine. I think that's... Okay. As accurate as we're going to get. There's no okay. explanation beyond that. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, like, oh, there was one episode, or episode, one chapter where she helped catch a uh, talking cat. Like a, but she a only predator went, cat. She only went on that mission because Henry asked her to. He didn't ask her with somebody well, else. Yes. But yes, yeah. I know what you mean. So she was able to, like, hide them and, like, make illusions. That makes it sound more interesting than it was. Because I don't even understand, really, what was written there. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else she... So she would do things like that. Like, I think that sounds we like need to hide some question. people, so let's... Bring her in. Bring her in, bring her in. yeah. All right, well, 
Anyways, after she swallowed some apple, she asked, Aren't you happy I'm here? Henry said, Yes, but this is dangerous. Margot sighed and put down her apple. Henry, do you know how many mages have come back from out here? None. I wasn't going to just let you run off and I'd never see you again. No way. <laughs> Henry put his head back, trying to think through Margot's sudden appearance. Secretly, he was elated she was here. He really didn't care about her motives. However, he was concerned for her safety. Although he wasn't sure he had to be, Margot seemed quite capable of taking care of herself. That's a run-on sentence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Semicolon a se- <laughs> and a compound sentence <laughs> two, before two, the semicolon. Two commas and a semicolon. Uh, it's brutal. Turning back to her, he said, All right, just promise me we won't be separated on this trip, okay? That's exactly what I was thinking, she replied. Henry laughed at her. The whole situation <laughs> was ridiculous to him. He looked at her. I'm really glad you're here. Oh. That was pretty amazing, staying invisible or whatever you did to sneak on here. I just want to stop you and say this book is more embarrassing when somebody else reads it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read it in my most embarrassing tone. Thank as I possibly you, and can. it's brutal to listen to. <laughs> For the author, at least. Jesus. Oh. This is, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's just amazed by this invisibility work. Oh, look, work. she can do magic. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I just thought you filed paperwork. <laughs> uh, it doesn't say that, folks. All right. Uh, she smiled. The real challenge will be explaining to all of them how and why I'm here. An hour later, the carriages rolled to a stop. Most of the mages groggily opened their eyes and stared at the black-haired woman now leaning against Henry, fast asleep. Excuse me, said the mage across from Henry. When did she get here? So this mage doesn't have a name. Every other mage has a name, but this, I one, chose, this one has lines. Let, all right, so what? We're 40 pages out from the end of this book. I was in a rush. I'm going to name him. He's got to have the whitiest white. His name oh, is it has Alfred. to be. Alfred? Alfred? Very good. Alfred's a good one. Alfred. It fits the theme of this Cumberbatch. book. Cumberbatch. See, Al, see, okay, <laughs> you need to understand how this naming system works. It's It's got to be, uh, what do I want to say? Suburban white boy, but... Okay. But not inventive. (laughs) Like, it can't have any... I've had maybe one person that's had, like, a name that's like, oh, that's a little different. His name is... Roland's kind of different. Tate Stevenson. Tate would be... I mean, that's, like, 50s white boy. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that would be valid. You could do Um, Tate Stevenson. That would be good. I don't know any other... I mean... You're you're down the right track here with like single syllable names that, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so Tate, that's <laughs> very right. Henry closed the book he had been reading. A fascinating to him background on the wildlife on the edge of the Western Badlands, and responded, "Oh, she got in about an hour ago." We didn't stop, did we? Asked another in the carriage named Owen. That also was not in the book. He just added that. Thank you. <laughs> a few responded that they hadn't. Henry shook his head as well. No, she still got in, though, and now she's asleep on me. <laughs> this is engaging dialogue. Most of the others shrugged. Uh, We'll get through this, folks. I Come promise. on, you're almost at that drinking break. Keep moving. <laughs> Most of the others shrugged and rose to climb out of the carriage. Henry turned his head and softly spoke to Margot. We've oh. stopped. I need to get out and use the little boy's bush. 
<laughs> but I'm ching. <laughs> she opened her eyes. Oh, sorry, she replied, brushing her hair back from her face. I'll be right back. Need anything? He asked. There's like too many spaces, it looks like, between. Yeah, it seems like it. She shook her head to indicate she was fine. Wow. Drinking Drink break. break. Yay! <laughs> mm. With other people reading, I've taken a lot of drinking breaks. So, it's yeah, nice to be able to do non-stop. it in between. Yeah. <laughs> and this is painful for me to sit through. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, I got a bad section here. Oh, Justin, we're not going to get back to you. Oh. No, it's split it in half. What's that? Split, split it in half? half? All right, all right. Do you see on page 153, Margot nodded? Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to start. All right, I'm good. All right, all right. Here we I'm go. Ready. <clears throat> okay. The convoy stopped again about an hour from their destination. Oh, okay. This is what I was talking about with the pseudo-staff meeting. Get ready. <laughs> so it's a convoy, so there's more than one wagon now? I think that might have appeared in the last chapter. Might have been explained. Might. I don't know. Uh, I'm really... No, I don't... I don't explain things in this book. <laughs> uh, all right. Another senior mage climbed into their carriage, whom Margot... Oh, so this is from Margot's perspective. Whom Margot assumed would be providing a briefing. So, well, quick question. Sure. Is there any um, visual identifier of a senior mage versus a mage? That's a good question. Is there like a purple sash or something that they wear? I don't think in this organization there is. It's so not how like, did she know it was a senior mage? Is it just old? Uh, old she, probably like, beards. I bet like, beards is how you tell. Well, she's longer the beard, the more. <laughs> she's an ageist. Or is how many braids they have in the beard? Like, oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm a I'm a senior mage, braid one, and it has like one long. <laughs> I don't know how else. You, I mean, you did point out you were asking if this is like a a nonprofit earlier or something like that. I don't think it's like the Salvation Army, so they're not wearing uniforms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is the best charity, because they have uniforms. <laughs> they, do, they do good work. They do? Unlike the United Way. So I'm wow! Saying, wow. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm glad that they have uniforms. Justin got the matches out again, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another senior mage climbed into their carriage, whom Margot... I don't think you have to use whom there... No. Whom, no, I, I think that's wrong. That. Whom Margot assumed would be providing a briefing. She didn't know who he was, much like almost everyone she saw in the convoy, but she felt comfortable with Henry nearby. Oh, that's nice. The senior mage didn't seem to notice her presence as being anything abnormal, and it saved her from having to explain things. Once the robed figure was settled, the carriage started moving again. Okay, folks, I think most of you know me, he said. <laughs> If not, my name is Carlos. Wow. <laughs> huh? Carlos. Wow. Point out. We're going south of the border. <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> yeah. He's from the southern reaches. <laughs> He's like the Lando Calrissian of these books. It's the first confirmed minority to appear. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, if not, my name is Carlos, and I'll, you guys liked that, didn't you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be one of the two administrators on this expedition. Of this expedition. I'm sorry, of this Come ex- on. expedition. All right. Everyone nodded, and Margot followed suit. We're about an hour and a half from the last village that was attacked. I did air quotes for the uh, live studio audience. Making. Oh. <laughs> 
right. It says in the book, we're about an hour and a half from the last village that was attacked, comma, making air quotes, and we'll be staying well away from it. Right. That happens a lot in these. <laughs> a local you couldn't, you couldn't have planned that any better. Like, like there's no That's way. happened two or three times in this podcast where I'm like, oh, I said that. Well, wait, what? Last wait. chapter I said something about this is so like high school and it was like the next sentence that was. So, so these attacks have been happening less than 24 <laughs> hours travel from this commune and they've, Apparently. Been, they've been sending like <laughs> two people at a time. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, like, maybe they don't have enough money. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't have the, I don't have an explanation for it. They should it. hire the United Way. Maybe they use magic to travel, and it's actually, like, real quick. Like, the horses are zipping along. Well, actually, you know what? I take that back. There's been no mention of horses. We should sure. not be implying there's horses pulling these things. There's just... Young mages. Well, and Harry Potter. Young acolytes. They went from the train to the school on... Festivals. They pulled them. Yeah, but they were invisible unless you saw somebody die. Yep. Let's just assume it's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So so I have a question. Uh, These attacks, um, like the whole cities or the towns gone, they're all purple. What happened? Uh, People are missing. Oh, is this in the back of the book? Disappearances. Yeah. It's mentioned like three times in this book. Got it. Total. Well, no, I mean, this is more information than we've received probably thus far in the book. <laughs> it says right in the midst of mysterious disappearances. So that's why it's an air quote, because yes. you don't know it's an attack. You don't know it's so, an attack. So the back narrator is Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like the, the godlike narrator of the entire story. <laughs> we just didn't know it until this moment. Wow, who knew? It's told from four perspectives. <laughs> Oh, where the hell was I? All right, all right making air quotes. We're staying well. For, a local farmer has agreed to let us use his barn and home as a base of operations. He and his family have left for the time being. Margot could... So you see why I said this is like a staff meeting? <laughs> all right. Margot could see that he was being far more cautious than earlier expeditions may have been. How could she know that? All right. She nodded in acceptance. When we arrive tonight, we'll be first setting up our base of operations, including base of operations. It's a lot of words. That's why we do that in November. (laughs) (laughs) Including forward base of operations. Oh, I like that. Yes, yes. Secondary, something like that. Primary base of yeah. Including simple living arrangements. Everyone. Oh, you're gonna hate the next chapter, Glenn. (laughs) But we're not gonna do that today. Their simple living arrangements are infuriating. Everyone here will be in the barn along with some others. Once we have some living spaces organized, yeah, we're going to live in a barn, people. We'll meet approximately two hours from now to go over assignments for tomorrow. Considering the proximity to the problem area, we'll be posting watches every night. The first watch will be assigned once we arrive. Is that clear? Does anyone have any questions? Margot looked around at the others and saw no reactions. She raised her hand. Yes, Miss... He paused, waiting for Margot. Lafleur, Margot Lafleur, she said. Carlos raised an eyebrow. Will we be directly meeting with anyone from the earlier expedition? Good question, Carlos said, leaning back. Yes, we expect to be met by another mage upon our arrival. They have been extremely cautious, and my understanding is that there may not be much to share. Any other questions? Everyone remained silent. All right. 
When we stop, grab your personal items and head towards the barn. Once you're settled, the wrong you're, (laughs) (laughs) report back to the carriages as soon as possible to help unload other supplies. We have plenty of food and materiel. Is that how you spell that? Definitely not. No. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I guess materiel. Like materiel. Yeah. For like yeah, like I the army. So, like lieutenant. Yeah. Which yeah. is come on, I, you I, love I, lieutenant. This is the first. I haven't actually seen it in print. Did you actually spell it L E F T? Oh yeah. Okay. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know sure. what a lieutenant was. There, that was a I question might that be a little... Glenn actually answered for real in a discussion question. What's a lieutenant? <laughs> I think there might be a little thing over the E in material. Oh, like an accent? Mm-hmm. I can't do that on the 1980s era laptop that I wrote this book on. You've seen it. I have, Come on yes. now. There's no accent E. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, though? It got past um, spell check. That's something. But... <laughs> <laughs> So, so is this spelling in... I have no idea what your... This tense or... Like, materiel thing. is what you'd say, like, uh, like ammunition the army would carry or yes. something like that. Oh. Yeah. The other word you could have used for, like, uh, uh, well, I, my favorite word when it comes to military stuff is accoutrements. Wow. Which is, like... There's a word the I don't know. Stuff that you have I definitely on, can't you, like, spell your, that. You know, your ammo pouch and your... Okay, accoutrements. Accoutrements, right. yes. I like that. Uh, next next book, accoutrements, for sure. That, that'll yeah. be the title of it. <laughs> the cover will have a misspelling on it right in the front. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Margot turned to Henry. Margot turned to Henry, waved a hand in front of him and herself. <laughs> no commas, just gonna steamroll right through that sentence all right nobody can hear us or see us talking she said henry looked at her wide-eyed and whispered really all right so this is where justin's gonna take a drinking break yeah we'll do a drinking break it's not a change of perspective if anybody's like keeping tabs or i would assume there's an off-worlder wiki where they're keeping track of how many drinking breaks per chapter this is like a an unofficial drinking break, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna call it that. Yeah, I have a lot of disappointment drinking breaks during the regular podcast. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna need a drink. That's bad. <laughs> they'll they'll not include this in the radio play. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> For all those people commuting on their way to work and having drinks, <laughs> following along. All right, don't do that. We've talked about this. Unless, just don't. All right, I've pointed out. I think in some states you can drink while you drive. As uh, long as you're yes. below the yeah. alcohol, blood yeah, alcohol. Yeah, I'm not endorsing that. No, that's just Justin's endorsing that. that, that that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably Louisiana. I'm, I'm yeah, guessing. I think it's southern states. They're they're into that kind of stuff down there. They're into that kind of Although stuff. Although we do live in the Mississippi of the North. Ohio is known as that, so. Who, who calls us the Mississippi of the North? I don't know. I read it once. It's with our... Is it a Michigan writing? I mean, that seems like the sort of... Nah, it's, you know, slander. once you get out of Cleveland and, oh, out of Cleveland, yeah, true. things get a little weird. That's true. <laughs> I would have It gets south real fast. Yeah. Compared to, like, Indiana? A lot of Trump signs in my neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? Well, okay. <laughs> I, I went with Indiana for a reason. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, we're not endorsing any political candidates. 
Are we? I don't know. <laughs> no, no comments. <laughs> no comments. Billions and billions <laughs> and billions and billions. We don't, we don't want to alienate any of your listeners. That's true. That's true. If we say the wrong thing, the lovely Laura might not listen to another podcast. Although, I probably lost her with dirty talking accounting terms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin's up. <laughs> Margot nodded. You're amazing, Harry explained. Henry. No, this is. <laughs> <laughs> the main character's name is Henry. <laughs> Henry explained. No, this is easy, Henry, she explained. We need to stick together, alright? I don't think we should separate. Didn't we do this already? I don't already? know anyone here except you. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, we already took care of this. This was earlier. And Carlos. He already said something about like we shouldn't be separated, or she said that. He said it, and she said she totally agrees. Uh, she's saying it. Let's do it again. And he's going to agree with her. A lot of padding in this chapter. <laughs> in fact, I think the whole chapter, maybe. I just want to point out, six pages is like a day of writing for NaNoWriMo. So I spent a day writing this nonsense, this garbage. This was like, oh, this is killer. Let me, let me nail this down. <laughs> Yeah, this was at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, this perfect. Is, this is perfect. <laughs> I feel so good about this. <laughs> you know what? He should affirm to her. I that can picture it in the screenplay when they're on the, the carriages together, when they're yes. when they're filming, and uh, I don't know who they. The cast sun is anybody. the sun is rising behind them. There's a cool breeze. I yeah. won't write any of this, <laughs> but this is what I'm <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I, I have glimpses of setting. Uh, yes. There's been like two in the whole book. And that's, yeah, you, you <laughs> and actually very point random. them out every time yes. because there's so few. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, um, oh, where were they? Uh, uh, no, no, this is easy, Henry, she explained. We need to stick together, all right? I don't think we should separate. I don't know anyone here except you. Sure, sounds good. <laughs> so what's our story? Yes. Rolling her eyes. Why, Why is she rolling? rolling her eyes? She suggested this. I don't know. I don't know. She's probably infuriated with this dialogue. It's like the rest of the listeners. Right? Anybody who bought this book is doing the same thing right now. Oh. Well, we're looking at one of them, so. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, Henry said, shrugging. That's an easy one. You were sent to keep an eye on me, you know, because I'm a problem. That's kind of weak, Margot said thoughtfully. Not if Roland said you had to watch me, Henry said smiling. Roland's name would pull some weight, she admitted to herself. Also, with her sudden and undocumented attendance on this expedition, some had actually believed she was sent as Roland's spy. In a matter of speaking, <laughs> it was a relatively weak story, but she doubted anyone would either care enough to question it or dare to question what may have been an actual request by Roland. It'll do, she said, but we have to be careful. And if we actually are in danger... No, no, I'm no, not... I, wait. I mean if... I mean... <laughs> let's try that again. I'll, it'll do, she said, but we have to be careful. <laughs> I mean if we actually are in danger, period. I'm not concerned about these mages. <laughs> Was that a sentence? <laughs> okay. I agree, Henry said, nodding. I'm going to end the spell now, all right, she said. Henry nodded. She pecked him quickly on the cheek and waved her hand again, leaving Henry grinning. What are you smiling about? The major crosser him asked. Margot tried to stifle a laugh and failed. Oh, wow. 
And that ends chapter 19. Wow, that was another exciting chapter, wasn't it? Yeah. I you know what? I delivered on that promise. There was magic. There was magic, yes. <laughs> And uh, sort of a staff meeting, yeah, so yeah, this is dead the, even still. Wow. The level of excitement in this book is, and it's like that road trip antics, people are like, where'd this girl come from? Wow. It's like, it's all the makings of a what, college road trip, uh, you know, comedy. I think we could, just this could be made into a movie. Right. Carlos is the camp counselor. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, what if they show up at one of these abandoned villages, and it turns out everyone there is at a staff meeting? That's deep. Wow. It's pretty meta. (laughs) (laughs) For all we know, that could be the case, because they kind of live in a village. There's like, all right, Justin, there's like a a temple in the middle. No explanation. No religion. No, it's just Just a temple. temple. Just a temple. I don't know. It's a temple to something. I think it was described as being somewhat gothic. Could just be my head telling me that, though. I'm not sure if it actually appears in a book. Okay. I think so. I don't know. Who cares? And then, (laughs) like, uh, and they all live in, like, houses around it. It's a lot of, like, outbuildings. So, like, Henry has a house around the temple. Sure. It's provided as part of his employment, which makes this more dormitory-like than ever, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of shady, so... But the three women... They live together. They live together. And it's because they aren't um, fancy enough. So Henry's a, a warrior mage. High demand for that. Oh, so that's... Yeah. He, he, higher pay, basically. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, 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 yeah. And these three are like, eh, we don't need these... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's great you're here. You, you don't get your own house. That's what about that house. shitty other dude that they hang out with? Which one? Joe? Joe, where does he live? Is he living like a... Yeah, there's a hammock somewhere like outside. <laughs> well, okay, so he's into potions. Look at my uh-huh. knowledge here. Just like Pauline is a potions person. So I would assume he lives in like a, a three-bedroom, right? Is there something worse than a three-bedroom? I guess is what I'm asking. Oh, I see what you mean. I don't think so. Like, is there like I don't a, know. Like a single-room, eight-hammock <laughs> locale where they, it's yeah, just it's a could sleeping be. berth? True, yeah, true it, barracks. So what you're telling me here, what I'm hearing from you is that like, not a lot of women take up this profession because they're not adept enough to do it, and so there's because they have women, there's more valuable to the to the commune, and so they get their own house, whereas the men have to what share a house. Because... <laughs> yeah, that's documented. Glenn doesn't think women are as good Jeez. as men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just, I didn't say who was in the hammocks. Grace, it could be a mix. I'm just glad this took the heat off the United Way. (laughs) All right, all right. Glenn did not say that. He was just assuming that Joe is kind of a schlub. He's the shittiest of them all, and he probably has... He is a little bit shitty, I think. Well, no, he did real good in that mold chapter. He might sleep in a closet (laughs) in the actual temple or something. He doesn't seem assertive enough to get himself a nice bed. No, not at all. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But if you're bad, like, rolling... Is apparently in charge of this whole operation. He is. And if he doesn't like you, can he, like, demote you to, like, the broom closet or something? I mean, is he, like... Let's assume he can. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So... Spoiler alert! If you haven't read Bringing Balance, Roland's a bad guy. Um, Eventually. You know, that's not a very good lead in a spoiler alert, so no. Eh, we're fine. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody pause. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, it's, it's a tough call. I don't know. 
I mean, I who else? Trevor. I don't know what he does either. He's another another kind of lame ass name I came up with. Uh, I don't even think it's been Trevor explained what he does. Man? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. He hasn't appeared in any of the fighting. Maybe he doesn't even huh? do magic. Maybe he's just like a janitor. There you go. Yeah. How does a database administrator it, become a warrior mage? I mean, I mean the, when the, you have magic, you have tune magic. into book three. <laughs> <laughs> With an amazing transition from its 19 chapters of database administrating <laughs> the three chapters yeah. at the end of yeah. going, I can make things float. We're really, uh, yeah, we really... Ex- I could drill with a boulder. Yeah. We really explore the uh, different inner and outer joins that you can use for, you know, different <laughs> tables in your yeah, SQL. It's great. It's really good. And, you know, we kind of make fun of those, you know... Uh, what do I want to say, like uh, MongoDB, where you don't have that relational database structure? Is everybody enjoying this? <laughs> I know Laura is. I have a lot of uh, MongoDB mugs, which is kind of like a running joke in our house. It's a it's a database, but every time I go to a conference, I get another MongoDB mug. Yeah, I, I think that was my best tweet ever, was that my wife was happy to see me when I came home from a conference, until I pulled out our seventh MongoDB mug from the bag. <laughs> <laughs> By best tweet, do you mean most liked? Most liked, definitely most seven liked. Seven. Oh, ten. we might have got up to eight on that one, man. Maybe <laughs> wow. two retweets? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't mention this podcast on Twitter, but... Because uh, you're a terrible marketer? No, because nobody would like those tweets either. <laughs> Although I did get that one random one from... Uh, what's his name? I mean, I, I'm, I'm done. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> yeah, tweet back if you're still listening, but you probably dropped it after I went for like six months without doing an episode. I don't know. Sorry, I went way down that database hole. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. So there's no, like, backstory. I think, let's assume that it's, again, another. Uh, there's so many parallels between this and Harry Potter because they're just so similar, right? These books are, like, the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to start reading this to my daughter. But it's just, you know, you just have, like, you know, innate magic that you can do, right? Right? It, it, it does it, appear innate. It is not taught. Yeah. You just, boom. Which I mean, is, be- magic. begs the question, why do they practice if it's innate? That's right. part of the problem there, yeah. <laughs> With that boulder scene, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another, it's like Harry Potter. Just like it. Same thing. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, that story was an incredible financial success. Yeah, so, this one, I mean, I think we're getting there. I mean, <laughs> I would say this book has netted me, I mean, negative $38. I had to buy two copies of Offworlder for myself. That was like six bucks, and then, I mean, I've made like nine total. <laughs> and I mean, then I still got the microphone that cost 40 so I'm just not getting far, but... <laughs> I think it's going to pick up after a couple more but, episodes. But I think, I, think this, I think this is a segue to some of your discussion points. Like, when the movie rights get negotiated. Sure. Right? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, That's really. This is, inevitable. Right? I mean, I think you should have a say in terms of... Inevitable. 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 Yeah. In, 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 one Sorry. of words. Yeah. Yeah. Not inedible. No. Yeah. no, no well, it could be inedible as well. Well, I would assume if we had music, movie rights, I mean, we'd have a serial, too. A themed serial, right? Oh, we're in the merchandising. Really, oh, yeah. That point. yeah. I mean, it's all about the merchandising. It's a merchandising merchandising. <laughs> it's a very good movie, right? Where the real money is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. Flamethrowers. Flame <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
this is, yeah. I am more embarrassed every second you people read this book. This is, this is the most embarrassing episode yet. And I've had worse chapters. It's just <laughs> listening to someone else read this or Glenn's, like, freaking, uh, whatever you want to call that, that tone you were reading in. <laughs> drive me up the freaking wall. Like, <laughs> I, like these words were deep. <laughs> I, I, oh. My favorite part of the chapter was when, uh, when there was air quotes, and you said air quotes, and then you looked down at the page, and then it said, with air quotes. And I'm like, I'm like, like the, neuron, the neuron patterns are just firing here, I can see them. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was it's dark. My favorite part was his sack. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one between his legs? Yes. That he reached out? down at? Too? I do yeah. really wish he had pulled walnuts out of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been... <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed that. I, I wow, that was that was pretty good. I just want to point out I proofread this book twice and didn't ever notice how bad that description was. <laughs> That's why they have editors for real books, I think. Mm-hmm. You can't say that. <laughs> uh, George Martin R. Martin, yeah, probably uh can you stop describing the sack between his legs, please? <laughs> we know the hound is well endowed, but can we, can we please stop discussing the, uh, the numerous cocks that he has devoured as his meal? <laughs> it's, this book hurts. <laughs> well... All right, so we have some discussion questions for you that we all came up with based on this stellar, stellar chapter. All right, so let's see. What do we got here? First question was, what type of jobs does Margot have on a normal day? So we were discussing, right, that Margot, as an illusionist, what the hell was she doing regularly? And so far, all she's done in this book is filed paperwork, and which again maybe a little sexist implying she's doing secretarial things my bad well whoever wrote this book oof and then uh what was the other thing she did oh she was training people on how to like hide themselves for a minute there i don't remember what chapter that was i don't know write in if you remember what chapter that it was cuz i'm not going to look but i think that was all she said she's had to do for work she hasn't been on any other missions she has, yeah. We're not following her, I guess. Well, I mean, the title of the book is Offworlder. It's Henry. Well, that's true, but what else? She's also she do? one of the three perspectives that exist yeah. in the book. So she's not at a lot of meals, which really is the center focus of this book. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's because she's on a mission. I have no I idea don't know. what she would normally do. I mean, what in a normal? Oh, and she went on that fixing... mission with the cat. I'm sorry. Yes, I, how did I true. leave that out? I assumed she would be doing that a lot. That kind of stuff, like hiding people when they're, I don't know, doing other magic. (laughs) Who knows? I don't have it. (laughs) I I can imagine maybe, like, um, her being part of, like, a cleanup crew. Like, the warrior mages go in and they just (laughs) fuck shit up royally. Okay. And they, like, destroyed someone's house. And she's like, no, they didn't. (laughs) And she puts an illusion down (laughs) until they're, like, 50 miles away and no one can yell at them. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. And then, hey, that's not my house. (laughs) As the illusion starts to dissolve. And they're like, my house got burned down. Okay. Yeah, all right. So she's into, not insurance fraud, exactly. (laughs) 
some sort of fraud. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to utilize on a daily basis illusions. Yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of implied she doesn't get a lot of entertain children, perhaps. Ooh, yeah, you yeah. Know, I like, always pictured that, like, yeah, parties. Yeah, <laughs> she's just she's a town clown. <laughs> just reach behind their ear and like make a coin materialize, uh-huh. but actually do that, not like out of her shirt sleeve or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. She well, makes balloon animals, just like, just like, here you go. Oh, she stuff. would just make them appear. Just, just make them appear, yeah. right? Or she could make them, and then she could like illusion them to move. Oh, oh I like that. Oh, yeah. right. it's galloping. It's like a, what, what those Nintendo DSs where you can point them at the little Pokemon figurines and they mm-hmm. move and stuff like that on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, it's, it's Pokemon not, Go. No, but uh, no. it's the um, not. Uh, it's the reality. It's not, AR. Yeah, AR. But augmented with, reality. Augmented. There we yeah. go. Augmented reality. So she can do those kind of tricks, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, but but that's but that's like fairly advanced, you know, illusionist sort of work. There's not like there's a glass on the table, right? I'm a moving uh, balloon animal. That's, that's there's a, no that's, definition that's, of what's simple or advanced in this world. No, it is an eight, I suppose. Right? So it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> Yeah, she can anyway. just do whatever. I think the only thing that's implied is if you do something hard, then you're tired afterwards. That has oh, okay. been. Yeah, yeah. Like, whew, that was tough. So like a whole house, like we said before. That yeah, that would be hard. She would need a nap afterwards, probably. Got it. Yeah. Eat an apple, maybe. Like, 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 <laughs> <laughs> if you just reach down into you your know, sack. If you're like invisible <laughs> for like an half a day. Yes. Right? That's apple. probably why she was eating that apple. Uh, she, was, she was hungry. Wow. She was getting a little She clearly angry. seemed tired after that She did take a nap on it. Wow. It's all Okay, we together. figured it out. Okay. <laughs> this is all coming together. All right. Very the nice. Continuity is amazing. It's like the author had like this... Just an exact idea of what he wanted to put down on paper. I, I think and the, then it happened. The, the author. <laughs> I, I love how the author has built layers of oh yeah of the the rules and how the magic works exactly and interacts with exactly. like, the physical world. Yeah, right. It's it's very well. It's very consistent. It's very well thought it's, out. Yeah, it's like poetry. <laughs> you know, yes. like when you see the birds fly. And you're just like, this world just connects perfectly. I think so. I, yeah. It, world, the world building is definitely yeah, it's impressive. There. Wow. Well, <laughs> question two. Question two. Okay. So we were discussing, obviously, when they you know sign the movie rights to this, we have some problems. So I would assume, as the primary author, I would you know demand first, what do they call that, first rejection rights? Right or refusal. Right or refusal. Thank you, Justin. That's what it is. Yeah. On who's playing who. You know what I mean? So, who would we have play Margot and Henry in a movie? I'm way at a loss. <laughs> on this one. Um, I, I have, like, ideas of what they look like, so. So, like, Paul Giamatti? Bad. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Seems a little old for this. <laughs> so, so how? Yeah. All right. So question, how, how old are these characters? I think it's no. Okay, it's never described. Let me get that straight right off the bat. But <laughs> I think I've pointed out on the podcast. I always assume they were twenties, right? Okay. Early twenties, maybe in this book, something like that. Glenn's shaking his head. He doesn't. I, I'm pro- it's probably <laughs> sure. I'm shaking my head because I'm like I don't even know any twenty year old actors or actresses anymore. Oh no, I don't know anyone. I can't think of it. Can you be a, can you be a DB admin at twenty? 
Sure. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just... Absolutely. Saying, all right. Is that a hard job? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> My you can only, at least have a business card with it on it. Yeah. That's yeah, true. My only database experience are my coffee mugs <laughs> i don't know uh well then you could just how about if we just pick saved by the bell characters that would play them oh that's easier oh. <laughs> <laughs> like who wants saved by the bell don't don't tie them together with saved by the bell romance so let's just need let's to. just straight up go be arthur for margo <laughs> right? oh my god uh, laura's back in yeah. laura if you hung up after those Erotic accounting messages. You got to get back in on <laughs> and then, one. And then, oh, oh, and then we can do the guy from Empty Nest, mm. which was the spinoff, the neighbor, at, yeah. yeah, as Henry, Doctor Harry Weston, on <laughs> Golden Girls and Empty Nest. I watched, I watched way too much Golden Girls. So, yeah. so who's Carlos then? Wow, uh, the Golden him? Retriever from. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what um, Glenn thinks of uh, immigrants. If anybody <laughs> <Wow>. was wondering. <laughs> Hey, we just all agreed off oh off the off the mic that you know we were Carlos could potentially be from anywhere in off world or world of magic. So. All right, all right. I I just think you're saying some shady things during this episode. <laughs> Glenn's going to ask for this whole episode to be edited out. I accuse him of sexism and racism. <laughs> <laughs> Did you leave out other, other isms you can throw in there? I, mean, I don't know. Well, ageism. Ageism. But I absolutely. Think yeah. That's Margot's guilty of that. So we didn't. We didn't actually. Well, I just did when I said Paul Giamatti can't play Henry. That's true. That's yeah. not going to happen. I don't know. What do you have against Paul Giamatti? I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't like Merlot. So it, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so Henry's got to be. <laughs> Henry's got to be not very physically fit, right? Not I mean, not like screech. Wow. He stabbed someone, so I mean, this, I'm just saying, this, the warrior mage thing, it could work. Jeez, that's brutal. I don't want my protagonist to be <laughs> Screech. <laughs> that's just Listen, I, I heard he's available. All right. That's all I, I'm just saying. You're right. That would be cheap I mean, casting. I mean... Depends on how much budget the movie gets, I guess. I guess you that's know, true. That's true, yeah. I don't know. I was so thinking bad. more like Fat Matt Damon would be best. Fat Matt Damon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you got to get him to gain some weight for this. Yeah. He could, he could, okay. He's too good looking, though. I mean, as a for a DB admin, I mean, no offense to DB admins out there, but... I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any other real choices. I don't... John Oliver. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Well, after you get done talking to um, Stephen King, you can call John Oliver and say, "Listen, are you? Uh, I got I got a role for call. you." Well, we'll probably be at the same parties. It's fine. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Margot would be though. Whew. I'm not allowed to this answer. Is this is a tough question, guys. <laughs> tough question. Well, who? Well, you got to think who's going to play off at John Oliver. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is there a funny romance? There's going to be chemistry. Wow. Uh. <laughs> then, 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 Nobody's answering here. This is hard. I feel like Laura needs to write in. Yeah, Laura, uh, we need your help on this one. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be saying actress names. It'll just get me in trouble later. <laughs> I can't even think of any though. I I don't know any. I mean, 
I don't know any. Like you said, I don't know any twenty-year-old. No, it's, it's not the fact that we don't know any actresses and actors. It's that these characters don't do anything. That's true. So we can't tie them to any previous roles that may exist. Yeah, we don't have to like, go. Oh yes, this reminds me of X movie. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Margot's got like a haughtiness to her. All right, not like hot, like a. H-A-U. Yeah, 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 the H-A-U yeah. one. All right? But I can't... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is is the, the haughty lady from Golden Girls would be a better... Blanche? Uh, Blanche? Yes. Yeah. All right, that's um, uh, Room Callahan, right? Yeah. Did I get that right, Laura? Right into the show! Go I to th- Jeffrey's book. I think book. the last movie I saw her in was Starship Troopers. She was in Starship Troopers? Yeah! Wow. You didn't know that? No. Oh, well, now you guys have a date night. Wow. Watch. While we're watching Starship Troopers, compliments <laughs> of Glenn. <laughs> I don't know if Laura remembers, but I she did plays, take her on a date to see Starship she Troopers. She plays their science teacher, and, and I, I, no, I love the movie Starship Troopers. And there's all this subtlety in, in maybe it's not subtle, <laughs> but in Starship Troopers, you look, and they're in the high school, and everything's all great. But, like, when you look in the background, all the teachers are horribly mangled. Oh, like, you know, yeah. they're, they're one teacher's missing an arm. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Blanche is in the back, and she's got no eyes. She's got, like, metal inserts into where her <laughs> eyes should be because her face is all scarred oh, wow. and shit. This sounds like a good excuse for me to watch Starship Troopers mm-hmm. with Laura. Yeah. Did either of you read the book? I have, yes. yes. I, I, we both did. That, that uh, Highland, right? That was Highland? Yes. Yeah. That is, um, what always bothered me about the movie there was the fact that the book where they're fighting is like 20% of the book and it's, you know, 80% oh. like coming of age stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then the, the movie's all about blowing up aliens, right? For the yes, I would very much not try to put those two things in the same. <laughs> they're, they're, they're very awesome, both for very different reasons. They, yeah. they, they, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing, yeah, it was the name. Is that the movie where they, uh, what did they when they had like their propaganda newscast? Would it always yes. end with like, "Do you want to know more?" Mm-hmm. Is that what they said? Yes. I was trying to figure that out. I don't know, a couple months ago. So, so maybe we should have Casper Van Dien play play Henry. Wow, that would be good. <laughs> I like it. Yep, that's. I, I, I just um, think he's probably available. Although then <laughs> <laughs> we're probably going to not be able to use Rue McClanahan as Margo at that point. That'll be a little weird. Not that there's anything wrong with an older woman dating a younger man. All right. Good. <laughs> it seems All right. like it wouldn't be good casting. We've beaten this one. Okay, 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 all right. All right. Uh, third discussion question. Glenn had a good point here. All right, Carlos, one of our few named characters in this book. I'm just kidding. There's a ton of them, but all right. Uh, he wants to co- he wants us all to come up with a background for Carlos. What's Carlos's deal here? This is probably the first non-white name that's appeared in any of these books. <laughs> and I don't mean that. Let's be honest. It is. Okay? This isn't like... We're not getting racial here, but... It is. <laughs> if it, if it, it could have been Carl, but it wasn't. It was, it was Carlos. Carlos. Yeah. I, I, think, I think he's the grizzled sergeant sort of character. Right? He's, he's just seen it all... Because like, he's a warrior, warrior mage, right? right? Yeah. So he's like the... The one who's always yelling at people to get get All out right. there and get it done, and he's lived through everything. Hasn't mysteriously disappeared yet. That's true. Right? Um, so even if you don't know him, he's gonna you're gonna shape up or ship out. That's All right. He's All right. You think he's and he's, and he's, a, he's a very mysterious past, a past he doesn't talk about, which involves 
his wife and children being mysteriously disappeared. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you're saying this is like uh, the Foreign Legion of France, where you're like criminals join it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, all right. That's a good. I like that backstory. That's interesting. All right. So I would say Carlos is is much like the World of Magic version of Henry. So like he just Henry doesn't is really in the world of magic. <laughs> no, but he's an off-worlder who came. But Carlos is has the same mentality that laissez-faire attitude. Oh, okay, all right. But he's actually from the world of magic. Okay, and he's like since we've never heard of him before, he's clearly he's just isn't a fan of the whole bureaucracy shit. Yeah. So he's like a ranger type guy, right? He just kind of goes out. Do you think he kind of plateaued in his career? Oh, like, yeah. He's not well, going but, anywhere and else. He's, and he's totally cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Because it allows him to just kind of ignore, you know, he's just kind of out there. He's are, like we, a, are we still talking about the book, Glenn? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like a... I, uh... I take exception to that. <laughs> I've gone well above my ability. Thank you very much. Wow. This podcast is getting deep. I'm not getting invited back. I've learned from this. Also, I'm down two friends. So. <laughs> well, that's my take on, on, on Carlos. He's the ranger type. He goes out into the wild and All right. know, doesn't give a shit about other people until... You know, he's like the last resort. That's why he's showing up now in chapter 20. I see what you mean. 19. Oh, that is. Did, did he get like summoned back then? Yeah, like, because they're like, well, shit, everyone else is gone. What do we do now? Carlos. Oh, fuck. We'll just call Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> well, as the. Uh, I'm going to say, I think in this book, I don't think it's so deep. I think the author, getting towards the end, felt bad that he had no. Um, what do I say? names that sounded like a minority <laughs> he just tossed one in there because <laughs> at this point i don't know when did you well no 2014 i don't think i had given you bringing balance by then Glenn. i don't had think I, so no all right i was thinking maybe he had said something like what the hell are the names of the people in this book what what the hell's going on here so i thought maybe no, i was guilty all your own it. initiative here on this one uh, <laughs> I don't have a backstory for Carlos. Obviously, I don't have a backstory for anybody. It's not fair for me to come up with one. He's a name of convenience. I think we're going to see him. We only have like three chapters to go, so I think he comes up a couple times. Is he the one who will finally tragically die in this book? Obviously not. We'll, we'll grow to love him in the next three pages, and then <laughs> <laughs> seven pages later... You're like talk. implying there's a lot of excitement coming up, uh, and there uh, isn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, you guys maybe are that's for, Maybe that's question four. You guys are in How for, do you think this book will ruin its ending? Oh my god. So we have five chapters to go somehow? Jesus. And this is not going to go well. I, I, if you're expecting something great, it never happens. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but oof. I, so Carlos does appear, but not in an interesting fashion. This is going to be bad. Was he filing paperwork? I mean, it's not like. No, I think this was the high point of his appearance. <laughs> the okay people unload the yeah, carriages. Yeah, make sure you unload the carriages or carts, never wagons, because I didn't think of that word. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. I can't wait. <laughs> so, if you guys want to keep listening to this book, 
I mean, you can head over to jeffreadsbook.com where we have a new episode every week. And while you're there, you can contact me here at the podcast. Uh, you can reach me by email at jba at sdf.org. Or you can go to Mastodon in the Fediverse and hit me up at jba at mastodon.sdf.org. Or if you'd rather use Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at Fortran Jeff. All one word, no underscores or whatever else nerds would put in their name, right? And, uh, yeah. So I want to thank my two guests tonight, especially Justin, since he has no background with this book whatsoever, <laughs> hasn't listened to an episode yet, hadn't read even a word of any of these. What'd you think, Justin? Good times? Uh, I had a great time. This is fantastic. I, I'm glad I read the back of the book. I'm, yes, I'm, the back of the book lot. really sums up the exciting plot of this, or lack thereof, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the back of the book really makes it sound more interesting than what it is. And Glenn, thank you for coming back for your second episode. Thank you very much for having me, and I can't believe I spent $11 on this book. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like $2 is going to come back to me. I am so excited You're for welcome. That, that deposit amount, the email I'm going to get from Amazon. Bam! Woo! <laughs> Big money. But anyway, uh, while you're at jeffreadsthisbook.com, you can order a copy of Offworlder. Almost said Bring Balance. Get that wrong sometimes. Or, well, get Bring Balance while you're there. Why not? You can get the ebook version, which is probably going to suck. Or the print version, which looks way cool with this cover that I handcrafted on my computer at home. So anyway, people, uh, we'll be back next week. Probably no guests, because it's going to be a real lame short chapter, if I'm not mistaken. Chapter 20. Hopefully it's quick. Um, and painless. Oh, it's never painless. Never painless. This <laughs> always hurts to read. But anyway, until next time, keep on reading! <laughs>